Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the D-Hoop University podcast. This is your host, Daryl Harris, also known as D-Hoopster. And this is the eve of free agency in the NBA. July 1st is never safe in the basketball world. And it's funny because it's also the hours after my birthday and 24 hours ago, I did a little something, something where I didn't want to talk any basketball, record it. That's coming soon. But just this one day later, and as you're about to see, I had a lot to say about what this free agency forecast essentially is. So we're getting right into it. Me and Shiv, casual diehards. We're going to touch bases on teams that haven't been mentioned yet in moves that are going to be made. And throw out some ideas that are not being circulated, at least not in mass. We're going to touch in with our sources. Hint, hint. Wink, wink. (laughs) And then after that, we're going to talk about the youngins. We're going to have a 22 and under ranking of guys already in the league. So not these current rookie class. Guys that played the last couple years, still under the age of 22. And it's not a concrete rubric for this outside of if we could have this guy on our team that's how we're ranking this list and it, it puts into perspective you know where the young talent is is shaping up and what direction the league might be going in so i'm gonna have some fun with that without further ado folks jo let's talk some hoops Top of the top, Shiv. What's happening, bro? What's happening, big dog? Happy birthday. Everybody, wish my my dog a happy birthday. 26. 26 around the sun. 26 more to go, and then 26 after that. 26 big ones. 26 large. You know what I mean? Uh, shout out to... Uh, shout out to whoever I talked to today. Talked to a lot of folks. Talk to family, friends, fraternity brothers, you know what I mean? Co-workers did their thing because I went to work today, produced a, produced a nice little 11 p.m. newscast. Um, This is my second recording, in, uh, technically on my birthday, air quote, because uh, I'll allude to it here. But I did a little, I did a little, I did a little something yesterday, solo dolo off of a uh, off the strength and uh that's something that's in the works we'll, we'll touch that up and i'll have it ready for y'all but yeah no man shout out to uh shout out to one brian loftus there we my, go my guy at work my anchor he hooked your boy up with some some mediterranean food today oh it was it was a Ooh. a worthy a worthy recommendation shout yeah. out shout out mr yeah. brian yeah. mr yeah, man. good guy man um, we, so I didn't talk any basketball yesterday either. I think awesome. I gave, or in this ghost recording that I'm alluding to, I gave basketball legitimately 90 seconds. Nice. Or the NBA, I'll say. Yeah. And, um, it was because I was like, I don't want to talk about any of this. Like it, it's a day, it's a couple of days of like, you know, 
slow motion, you know, pump fake here, you know, fake news here. Yeah. <laughs> but generalities and ambiguities. It's funny how things change in, in 24 hours because tonight I'm like, all right, let's go. My let's, my. Let, let's freaking go. Usher in the new era. Let's do it. You know, did some took some notes before this and plan to cover a lot. But let's start with, yeah, the uh, free agency, you know, is active in less than 36 hours. Less, yeah, than, tw- less than 24 hours now. The tampering has already begun. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's in, it's in full swing. Is in full swing. Shout out to Jacob, because after we recorded our last spot, we, we kept talking a little bit, and he said how Mitch Kupchak, he loved Mitch Kupchak because he was just a nice guy. He was like, yeah. Mitch Kupchak's such a nice guy. Like, yeah. he'll wait his turn. Like, he'll be patient. He'll follow the rules. Like, yeah. he's not going to call you before midnight, like, <laughs> when the play when the free agency begins. Um, but, yeah, no. Nah. All that's happening right now. Um, the handshake deals, the star know, 67 before the phone call. The, the the ping pong ball with the most odds of, of number one right now, or the, the pervasive topic is still Damian Lillard. Yeah. Which is picking up steam, dude. We're on the cusp is what I referenced. You know, I think we're on the cusp of it happening. And – I'm still not sure where it all signs are pointing to Miami, but the obvious, you know, is far from a sure thing. So I just don't. Does Miami really have the best package to offer? Like, seriously, because if I'm Portland, like, okay, like, yeah, I, I guess I get like Tyler Hero. They have I a like and like they, yeah they they don't have the best o- offer for Portland that's for sure if we're just I talking about assets and pieces yeah they don't they're not quite delivering the pieces that Portland would want in this trade I'll mention some other teams that you know have been loosely tied but uh, Brooklyn there's a good deal of Brooklyn chatter. yeah Bro- Brooklyn could definitely swing something packages centering around Nick Claxton a couple yeah. picks that they just got from Phoenix yeah and you know, an assortment of role players. They got you know some good role players to choose from. Den Witty, you you can replace some some volume, you know, mm-hmm. there. And Brooklyn is Brooklyn, you know, that's New York City. He's boys that's- with with Mikhail. I believe their friendship has been well documented at the mm-hmm. since the beginning of this summer. Mikhail is one of the most complimentary players in the NBA, mm-hmm. and you know, Dame going there. Dame averages most points per game last season and had his best efficiency. And it, it's funny because, you know, he's up to, he's in he's in the Steph Curry class where, yeah, the, they've been doing this for so long now that they're legitimately all timers when it comes to the scoring and shooting, but they also haven't fallen off yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this is a big deal. It's a big deal whenever he I don't know it. if it'll happen soon. I do think he won't be a trailblazer by all-star break next year. So even if yeah. it takes into the season a little bit, I could see that happening as well. Yeah, there's a couple check check uh, checkpoints. I yeah. would say that it could happen right around to the free agency because if you're Portland, then you still have all the of the dominoes yeah. to yeah to see how free agency might play, who you can go for. So you, you have incentives to do it then. Right. But there's also, you know, 
hey, we don't need to settle and, and make a bad move. The asset's going nowhere. There's, I said this to Isaiah today. There's always going to be a front office more desperate or, you know, aggressive than you at that at, at a point in time. Yeah. So, you know, the waiting maybe, game. Maybe uh, maybe Brad is cooking something up. He did acquire a plethora of second round picks. <laughs> you have some pieces. A la Peyton, give up Jalen Brown. A la Peyton Pritchard. Please return him to the Pacific Northwest. The Oregon kid. The the four year Oregon player. You don't think he's itching to get his chance back in the home region in the PNW? Shout out to David Barhanovich. Who says no? Maybe you throw in JD. That's that's what I love about Twitter. It'll be like some of the most ridiculous <laughs> trades. It'll be like Damian Lillard for Grant Williams, Peyton Pritchard, and like a first round pick and like three second round picks and like a pick swap. And it's like, who says no? And it's like the whole comment section is just like, you'll get like a Nuggets fan that's like, yeah, like we have a better package. And it's like, dude, what are these people on sometimes? Like, honestly. Oh, you know, awesome. you know what's crazy? This has nothing to do with Dame. This has more to do with like Twitter, basketball, yeah. like just like general like people. And they're just like, like Celtics fans have kind of like some of Celtics Twitter. I would say like 20% minority of Celtics Twitter has like deluded themselves into thinking that we can trade for Tyrese Halliburton. It's just like, what fantasy world do you live in? Like, do you only play 2K? And just like force the trades through because like why would some of these people's trade ideas are just so bizarre. And I think that's kind of the internet. The internet community is it's in it's in it's in uncharted territory. It is because it's like we you really don't know where home is, like where you want to spend your time to find what you're looking for. Because it was Twitter checked all the boxes. In the not too distant past, and and now it's just like uh, I'm not fully. It's like, and it's not even just that because that's easy to you know say, but no, I feel you though, you know, metaphorically. We can get Tyrese Halliburton without giving up Jalen Brown, and it's like, what? (laughs) Nah, it's just like with with certain aspects to it's like ah, I'm not I'm not really a part of what's happening on this app, but I, I don't have the alternative yet. Exactly. I'm just kind of watching it. I'm still spending my time and I'm having fun. I'm just I'm just trying to, you know, see what's up. I don't live in I don't live in Candyland. You know what I mean? Like I'm not this is no shoots and ladders for me. Two more teams I'll throw in for Dane. Yeah, let's do that. First, because the next one's gonna take us elsewhere. This one also could have taken us elsewhere. Stay tuned, folks, because we have a we have a list of some young guys coming. That's that's gonna be really good. Um Minnesota. How? A couple of ways. A couple of ways. Cat? Go bear? Well, no one wants go bear. I mean, we, I, I know we say, I know we say all of that. You know what I mean? And like, I get it. The Gobert, the Gobert trade is so laughable and so egregious, you know, to poke at and, you know, what they gave up. It's like probably, and he's making right, right, because the trade has like a timestamp on it. Like it's it's like signed at a date and time where it's like you did that, then wow, 
for that. Exactly. Wow. In retrospect, in retrospect, well, so the team, the team reaping the benefits, the team reaping the benefits is going to move on from that. And if they, you know, just look at how Bradley, like six months ago, the Washington Wizards were, you know, pretty much a joke. And the, even them, remember the first night when the Bradley Bill trade happened before they flipped Chris Paul and it was, wow, all you got to show for Bradley Bill, Porzingis, you know, John Wall, all these guys is, is what? And then 24 hours later, they spun it all the way around again. And it's like, all right, yeah, now Washington's kind of loaded. They're going to tank, you know, st- they're, they're still in the tank, quote unquote. But right. you're looking at the return and it's like, wow, they got out of a situation we made fun of yeah. for a long time. Right. Gobert is easy to make fun of. How many centers are still better than him on one side of the floor? And overall, if you're trying to compete and consider your alternatives and look, everybody's going to be making a couple numbers like this coming soon. So, you know, rosters are going to have one or two or one or two of these guys over 30 mil. So Gobert's one of them, but you're getting a, you know, 95th percentile defensive big and you're trying to get better. Somebody's going to try it. So I think it could be centered around Gobert or Towns. Yeah. And there's still an assortment of young guys there. The fact that they just extended Nas Reed on a yeah. good contract yeah. means that, yeah, we do have the three of us, the three of y'all, but why would we keep the three of y'all? No, that's a, that's a, that's a great, that's a great angle. I would, I don't, I haven't checked up on Minnesota, but I assume they have no draft capital whatsoever after just mortgaging it all. But, they lost. They lost a chunk. They lost a chunk. Teams can still. No, pull I, off the I, I would swaps, love but... to see that. Go get. Go get in a guy. Like go it's, get him some help. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I would like to see that. It's their way of 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 doing that. Of sending yeah. something to be like, yeah. you know what? Hey, well, we'll keep trying because we tried with Gobert. That's why we did it. Like in the first right. place, and it's like, right. ah, don't worry. Hold on. Give us. Give us six months. We we'll, we'll work it. We'll work on it. We won't ignore like the it. obvious. Jaden McDaniels, keep him or yeah. don't. But it's like maybe a guy that you, that they want. And then if you're Portland, where that Miami trade doesn't check the boxes for you. All right, let's do this one. Ooh, we're getting a all-star big man, and we're yeah. getting a three and D guy starter. Yeah. You know, yeah. stretch four possibly, and like you know, some other yeah. consideration. Now we kind of make sense. Like, right. no, hey, I I would like to see that too because from what it seems like, it seems like Dame does not want to be on a team that's already kind of loaded. So. That makes sense for from a Minnesota perspective. That's a move he would respect, right? It's like, all right, you know what? I get to go over here play with this young guy who I probably think is nuts. Ain't never played with anybody like it. Yeah. Um, and unless we're shouting out Brandon Roy, you know, at, at the in the early early days. In the early days, shout out to Lamarcus Aldridge, Nick Batum. We might have gentlemen. We might have had an aging Rudy Fernandez at that time. Jared Bayless. Anybody? They don't know. They don't they don't know about Jared Bayless with the bald head and the headband. Ricky uh Summer League MVP his rookie season. I thought he was going to be great. I watched it. We, we, we he was special. <laughs> yeah, no nah, man. I, so hey, and also Minnesota got in the playoffs the last 2 years. They're yeah. still ahead of trajectory in terms of what their perception overall probably is. 
So, uh, you know, they might be they, they're they going to probably keep trying to be aggressive because you got Ant and, and you want to do whatever is possible to hold on to that when you're, you know, market like right. Minnesota. Right. Chicago. I Chicago's just so mismanaged, dude. Like, I think Portland will do Dame the courtesy of presenting him with the packages. And it's like, okay, like, based on this, like, this is what we think makes sense as management, but what they, they'll defer to him ultimately. And if I'm Dame, do I really want to go to Chicago where it just seems like they just, for whatever reason, they can't get it right? They get close. They got close a couple times with like the D Rose, Jimmy Butler, D Wade, Rondo thing that they had going on. I don't know if they were all on the same team at that point in time, but like you know what I mean. It seems like that that was this that was a five year stretch. But it's just like they just can never. No, I know. No, no, I got to shout out. Right, Chicago is like the team that's like not good, but they're like not bad. But it's just like. Uh, like do I want to what are they doing like with Colby White and like the, the Kirk Heinrich days are gone man like they need a hard reset in my opinion like get rid of Levine get rid of Lonzo get rid of Vooch well that's going to get just us right into hear it out and just that... like start afresh because they, they, they don't have anything going for them so we say you know we say that too That'll get us right also in the free agency and kind of off a of dame because Chicago probably doesn't have what Portland wants either in DeRozan or Levine, but it's something that you maybe look at. Maybe no, they're throwing, I, maybe they're throwing in Levine, Patrick. I think that's great, yeah. Maybe they're throwing in Patrick Williams. Maybe they're doing something else. Maybe they're throwing in Caruso, you know. But Portland is, I mean, Chicago rather is, Kind of like Minnesota, but in the East because they were in the playoffs season prior to this past one, and they ha- were up nine on Miami with with two or three minutes left in yeah. the playing game of this one, yeah. and then would have caught Milwaukee. But you do feel like you hit a ceiling with what a team with was spearheaded by you know two scoring wings with you know limited upside. You know, but still great individually. But you, you, they've hit a ceiling because they that also doesn't maximize boots because their ISO guys or and Zach's catch it and do whatever guy. But you right. know, paces are kind of clashing, and it's not three puzzle pieces that really go together. Right. right. But they just extended Vooch on a reasonable deal. Yeah. He's in the Gobert class of yeah. You might not love him, but hey. Let's be real here. Like, not a lot of centers are doing what he's able to do. Top 15 at the position or so, you know, par for the course, keep you afloat, former all star, whatever. Yeah. Um, Beyond them forcing a Dame trade, because I don't see that happening. I think that that's the team that is getting calls right now for the backup Dame trade. And, or like, as the team's plan B. When like yeah. say Miami doesn't get them or just for whatever like Portland keeps them or Portland goes deals them somewhere else, Miami's like hmm, how about we 
you know, maybe go and get somebody like that or a different team is going to start making calls. Maybe the Lakers are making calls. Right. Maybe, you know. No, I, I, I'm sure a lot of teams are making calls. I'm just – I feel like with Dame, it's kind of it, – the, the discourse around Dame is what I'm more fascinated by than the actual trade package, in my opinion. Because the discourse around Dame went from free Dame to, oh, Dame's a, a bitch for, like, not forcing his way out. But the things that you love about Dame – are the fact that he's willing to stick through the small market. He's willing to stick through the ups and the downs. And that's what we want from players nowadays in the in the peak of player mobility. We're like, oh, like, you know, KD never stays with a team. Like, LeBron never stays with a team. Like, you know what I mean? Like, guys just don't stay with teams. And, and now we have a guy who's a veteran in the league who stayed with a team. And he reaffirms the fact that he wants to stay with the team. And he wants to win and have success there. And people are just like, nah, you need to leave, bro. And it's like, well, you can't really have it both ways, right? So the, the change in attitude around the perception of the way Damian Lillard is handling this is pretty interesting to me. I'm not going to lie to you because it's it's just it's just so bizarre. I don't think that, NBA fans the, know what they want. That's the thing just getting messy before it's all said and done. And where it's like, yeah, it goes through a straight phase of like, all right, yeah, it's getting weird. You know, it's like might, the there, there's, there's a break, there's a breakup coming. You know, you know, the Seinfeld episode where Jerry is explaining like the higher up you touch on your face when somebody asks you about your relationship, like the worse it is. So it's like, oh, how's your girlfriend? It's like, oh, she's good. And it's like, oh, she's good. Like, it's like, oh, it's kind it's at the head scratching point when they ask you about your like lady or they're asking about your partner. You're like, ah, you know, she's good. And it's like, yeah, you know, I want to be here, you know, <laughs> like, it's, no, bro, it's done. We, we, we've yeah, said this multiple episodes it, now. Yeah, it, it is done. It's happening, but yeah, things, things get, things get a little loopy right, right before it happens. So, you, yeah, you know, if, if the Raptors are inquiring, they want Dame and four first rounders. Scoot, yo, <laughs> Masai, please. This Knock is not. This is not 2019. Knock it off. He, he's yeah. He's he's reaching for the stars. Uh, yeah. No. What was I gonna say? Ah. Yeah. No, man. Portland. No, those are that 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 is interesting though. I never thought about Dame to Minnesota. I never thought about Dame to Chicago. I. I'm definitely interested to see what the trade package looks like. Definitely, definitely, because stars are going for checks mix and purple vitamin water nowadays. So who knows? Some team really might hard be able reset. To- Market hit a hard reset. You know, you love to see it. That that's that's what the stock dividend does. Oh, was you, you Adam wake Smith up in the invisible hand. Dude, what do you know? You 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 wake up and you know. Apple's stock is a, a quarter of what it was the day before, and you're like, wait. And it's like, uh, us, yeah, dude. here you go. This is what you got now. It, it was getting a little too treacherous out here. You guys get everything on this pod, man. You get basketball info. You get life info. You get stock perceptions. We we do it all. You know, Two-way I mean? playmaker. Now, I got a bunch of guys um, down. They're not all going to take a bunch of time. So, you know, feel free to highlight a little bit more who you want. 
Yeah. But, oh, I meant to say as well with Miami. Sources are saying. Sources are saying. Let's hear what they're saying. That the Miami Heat may not be that, you know, focused on Dame anymore. And that there might be a package coming out of uh, Salt Lake City that, that, that they're intrigued by. Because Danny Ainge loves him some Tyler Hero. Yeah, maybe. I don't for for who. Well, you know, they, they Lowry? have Lowry Bird. No, but uh, they, they they've got uh they've got the Colin Sexton's of the world that they'll probably they're probably willing to cut bait with the Kelly Olynyk's of the world. Oh, that 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 are that are ready for mentality heat, that are ready for heat culture. Oh, and uh you got to got to free up some minutes for Jaime. <laughs> Dude, I love <clears throat> I love Jaime Jaime Hawkins. I think he's Jaime Hawkins Jr., right? He's he's the real Triple J. Yeah, he's um, here. He's here. No, he's nice, dude. He's nice. He's like him and Juzang. For people who watch college basketball, Johnny Juzang is about to be him in 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 uh in Utah as well when they start giving my guys some burn. There, yeah, no, but they were uh, that was you know another something special if you're if to if you've been following college LA hoops because you know these guys are an up and down bunch, but they, they those guys put some buckets together. Those guys can play. They put he, some runs together in college well, they, some guys where you look at them and you're like this is not who ucla is playing through right now like this is not the face of ucla basketball right now yeah. and it's like hold on buddy you got another thing coming yeah there's a there, honestly there's some ginobili i feel like in a guy like a guy like hawk s hawk the thing that i love about jaime is i, know, I love that we all you know are super high on him after he's gotten taken now and all that but no, dude. You no, know, once I, you once you sit and look at stuff some more, it's just like, ooh, I think everybody, I think they're right. <laughs> I think. No, he he's dude. He's a dog. Like he's he's guarding. He can handle the rock. He can finish. He can shoot. He plays he can defense, play. bro. It, dude, he's he's a great. I he plays and, defense. He makes contested twos. He. I think makes, the Warriors picked right after Miami, or did they pick right before? I can't remember. I want to say before, and yeah. The fact that they swung and missed on him is insane because, dude, he he is nice. And people are going to realize this in a couple years yeah. when he gets more more run. Bro, like, he can play, man. You, 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 mean, really you, you, say that, you mean that you think he's not going to get run this year? He's getting run. And he probably gets a little run. He gets a little run. Jaime? Yeah, Jaime gets a little run. Oh, he's, he's going to average about 20, 24 minutes. He's gonna he's gonna earn he's gonna earn those minutes by the end of the year. Well, yeah, I guess it depends on what they're doing with like yeah. Max Struess and stuff, right? right. So, so, so let's get right into let's get right into a bunch of guys that are going to be hitting the market. Um, the top tier is Kyrie and Harden. I don't want to spend a lot of time here because um, suitors aren't jumping out of the woodwork. <laughs> I think that it's pointing towards both of them going back home. Harden is a bit of a wild card still, but I think that I've realized that. He's not taking a pay cut. So it's I'm I'm only headed to Max City, Max Contract City. Yeah. And I will throw this in here so that way we can talk, you know, keep this in mind. Teams with the most cap space going into this offseason in free agency are Houston, number one, Indiana, number two, 
San Antonio, number three, Detroit, Orlando, number five. Those are all teams that can easily throw max contracts at guys right now. And then after that, there's a lot of possibles, and almost everybody has some variation of where they can make the moves to fit a max contract guy. But those are the teams that got money to blow. And Harden to Houston doesn't really feel like it's happening. I don't think it is. And I said, Harden, you need to think about L.A. And if L.A. was to make were to make the space for a max guy, let's talk about it. But let's really talk about it. Yeah. I think those three, I think those three puzzle pieces go together. Yeah. But ah, it doesn't seem like it's happening. And Kyrie, his his main boat was uh LA. I don't think it's happening. So I think he's going back to Dallas where he's going to make 270 plus million dollars. I don't see him being in Dallas. He's I, I, I I enjoy the idea of him being in Dallas, but Listen, I live in Austin. A lot of my great friends live in Dallas. Great friends, great people, great, great minds. Uh-oh, Zion Williams is on the pod. <laughs> I love Dallas. Zion loves Dallas. And Kyrie just doesn't strike me as a guy that wants to be. Dallas is not what Kyrie's looking for. Like, just out of, like, a place to be. Like, I think you and I, the older we get, the more we realize, like, where you live, like the location of where you live impacts how you perceive life, like to a very large degree. And for some people that is, you know, Greenwich, Connecticut, or it's, you know, Hartford. For some people, it's Manhattan. And Kyrie is just one of those guys that I think Dallas is too, ah, you know, Dallas. We're in the no, suburbs. I feel you. I feel you. No, you know, uh, big football, big football place. They got a great fan base for the Mavericks, but it's Cowboys town. Um, I don't know where I see Kyrie. And that's partially because I don't know who's lining up to pay it. And I don't whether I think that's warranted or not is not the debate here. It's just I don't know who wants to really well, like who's, you, who's you look at this list, and, and the only team that the only teams that don't have to jump jump through leaps and bounds to get him would be Houston, Indiana, San Antonio, Detroit, right, and Orlando, right, kind of Utah, kind of OKC, kind of Atlanta. None of those teams are going are going to do it though. Exactly. So it it weeds it weeds it out. He's going back to Dallas, guys. You know, hey, you heard it here first. He actually, you know, Chuck said it too, but yeah, no, he's their guy. He kind of, they kind of adopted him and you know, the, you find yourself spending more time in Texas than you planned on. Hey, I am a living example of it. I am a living example of it. You find reasons not to leave once you're there. It's a beautiful state. God's green earth, baby. And I can think of, I'm telling you, there's 270 million reasons waiting on him. (laughs) You just got to put, you just got to put pen to paper. 270 millions and three guest appearances on Shark Tank. Let's see if we can get it done. Lifetime. Let's lifetime, give it a go. Lifetime honey butter chicken, honey butter chicken biscuit supply from Whataburger. And a $300 gift card to Dick Sporting Goods. <laughs> I was going to say five below. <laughs> yeah, like I, like, I don't know. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
So yeah, those guys are in the class. Um, funny, we're not mentioning Westbrook. I don't think that it's a given that he's going back to LA. Um, and he's at a contract where I don't know what his market is. Therefore, there's probably 25 teams that could put together whatever his contract ends up being. He signed a $10 million deal to go, you know, finish the year yeah. um, in, in L.A. And he might not get much more than that annually. Any team, that's mid-level range. So if he's mid-level range for guys, he could go anywhere. Yeah. Also a candidate for Miami. Not if a bad talk, idea. We're talking about on the low, you know? Not a bad idea. I maybe, maybe Philadelphia. Also not a bad idea. I am interested to see where I think there will be more suitors than not for Westbrook just because he showed you in the playoffs exactly what he is. And in the playoffs, you need a dog. It doesn't yeah. matter like who's turning the ball over, blah, blah, blah. Like at the end of the day, like even though Jalen Brown had a ton of turnovers, I'm still I'm still riding with a dog, like over you know, a more conservative kind of guy. And so I'm sure he'll have he'll have people that are interested. I don't know what the trade what 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 the contract value is though. I think that's a great point because he's not a guy you throw a ton of money at anymore. And I don't know Yeah. It's probably not even a long term deal. But if there's one out there that's for him, then that's probably I could see his interests lying in very open ended, knowing that he's going to get a call and I'll just have to weigh where it's at. Do I want to go yeah. play for maybe a championship? Do I want to, you know, secure another the best contract that I can while I can. Hashtag got some, got back home to OKC. You know, hey, who knows? You know, mentor the young guys, give them the OKC culture. You know what I mean? Now, in terms of being kind of a guy or a conservative guy, whatever is it you said something like that thirty seconds ago. Um, where do you have Tobias Harris on that scale? Uh, of... Humble cookies. He's like their newest like sales regional manager. He so the thing the, the thing that was interesting about the Tobias comments was he started off great. Yo, the casuals would trade me for crumble cookies. And then he went on to like almost argue for himself. It's like Well, you felt it. He got he got real for a second. He got real. He got real. You he don't hear get... you don't hear from Tobias Harris. That's like when no. uh that's like when Oscar Robertson came out to talk about the Warriors yeah. or whoever he said. Yeah, he was like, Oh yeah, like I Steph wouldn't do this in the sixties. I would just Pick him up full court. Oh, really? Oh, really, Oscar? You don't think guys have tried that? Oscar, we haven't heard. 2018. Oscar, we haven't heard from you in decades. Are you, is everything he okay? Emerges from the caves. From whatever nature they have in wherever he is. And he emerges with that. That was insane. To this day, that was insane. But, but yeah, no, Tobias, man, he, I, I said this on when, in the first episode, talking about teams in the East that we were looking at. I was like, hey, he's not the worst thing ever. And I no. guess I'm just that guy in the room where I'm like, hey, y'all, well, let's still look he at the rest of so the list. He just so much money for his position. and he's... It was like that. It's about to be like that, though. Yeah. Hey, It's it about is. to be like that. It's I... the Gobert. It's the teams are going to have two to three, four guys, you know, it's, I get, you know, that these are our, 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 our crutch arguments, but it's like, nah, like they're still guys. They're going to end up on rosters. Guys, the teams are going to pay them. Yeah, for sure. 
I mean, hey, maybe that's someone Portland looks into. If they want to keep Dame, maybe you try to go get a guy like Tobias. And folks were high on him in, you know, coming out of Detroit. And yeah. he had a great se- couple seasons in Detroit. You know, I don't know. Tobias, is he's out there. And I, I said this, I mentioned this on uh, one of our last send-offs whenever we recorded was that, hey, teams are making calls on Tobias. That, that's, that's something. Yeah. That was a week or so ago. So that, that's developing. I think that that's also pointing towards something. Some more guys. Fred Van Vliet's out there. Yeah. Austin Reeves is out there. Cam Johnson's out there. I like Cam. I like I like overpaying for Cam, in my opinion. I think Cam has a ton. This is ton of upside. Yeah, I'll throw in um, I'll throw in guys like Kobe White, Cam Reddish, TJ. These are all restricteds. Yeah. So. Fred actually opt out, so he he he's not amongst that group of restrictors, but he's upon that he's in that list of guys where it's like, all right. We're not trying to go too far. And, you know, the team holding on to him has, you know, wants to, but for the right price. Right. And there's po- possibly somebody out there who's like, we don't care. Yeah. You know, we, we, we want to at least go get him from you. And I think and, that's, the, that's the thing about free agency. We can speculate as much as we want, but there are teams that we don't know about that are just going to be willing to go get their guy. Like, we, like no, we need a Sacramento. Sacramento has money to do something. Dude, and, and Sacramento so, has spending money. So not only fluid assets wise. Not only was I thinking that, but I was like, huh? Like, why wouldn't Sacramento maybe try to go get Dame? Like, you want Malik Monk and like Keegan Murray or like Harrison Barnes and like some picks? Yeah, I'm down. Nah, it ain't happening. If they have That's... the money to make it work, they should. They should at least pursue it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be nice because next if Fox, you have a dynamic maybe, but... backcourt of like Fox and Dame, and you add a healthy Sabonis to that rotation. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't love it. I don't love it. But do. uh, it, it could be something. It could be something. If there was a way, it, the the way might involve Fox. Think about the elite guard play in the Bay at that point. You got Chris Paul. You got Steph. You got Dame. You got. Well, the I think Fox. that yeah, the game does things. Year, you know, every so every few years and we could be transitioning to a stage where teams are playing three guards with yeah. some, with some giants at the same time. And other teams are going to be playing everybody over six, six. Yeah. But uh, more guys, Dylan Brooks, Dylan Brooks. He had a pretty, you know, noticeable regression. And uh, yeah, but his shooting numbers, there was regression, but it was a lot going on. And I think that change of scenery will do a lot because the year before that he was the upside guy. You know, it was a you know he was a guy that people thought were were really was really one of the you know underrated contributors to a, a winning team, and he still has that player in him. Um, depends where he goes. The, there's a, the hate was so blown out of proportion. Yeah, he earned it though. Yeah, he he walked he walked himself into he walked himself into it. But at the right same time, it. like that's how you. Yeah, there are those types of guys. Yeah, and, maybe the maybe the kid walks away from the fight with his head held high. And that whole thing about how it's like, you know, he's his career might be done. No, it won't. He was no, he's, he's buying for yeah. college player of the year while he was in college at Oregon. This guy averaged 
over 20 a game at Oregon, if I remember correctly. The kid can play. So it's a matter of finding the organization that really gets the best out of him and works to develop his jumper. Dude, I, I meant to say that I'm actually still I'm a little concerned about the Reeves situation. Like I didn't get the I didn't expand on Reeves. I will yeah. before we before we move on. But I, I'm concerned because I, I think I would like him to come back. I yeah. would like him to come back. I, I took a little another deep dive and Lakers were better with him on the court versus off all year long. Yeah. Or in the regular season and the postseason. Yeah. He also had the highest true shooting percentage out of any non-center. Wow. And true shooting essentially it it, it weighs your three-point percentage a little higher than two-point percentage. It combines that twos, threes, and free throws into a, you know, kind of balanced percentage. So I think that I think he's a guy. I, I just I wasn't sure who would do it, but we're not talking about Kyrie. Remember where I was like, no, I, I, the Indiana, San Antonio, Detroit, Orlando, Utah, Atlanta. You know they're not Memphis. They're not they're not throwing a bag at Kyrie. Right. They might throw a hundred million at Reeves. Yeah. So if they max them out, I think the Lakers are. They might be all in. They might be all in on him, and and that would be their move because if they do that, then that just comes with all right, you know, we're we're fleshing the rest of this out pretty skinny, which means that probably no Hachimura, yeah. probably no Lonnie Walker, probably no Dennis, unless these guys were to just come back for the low ski, you know, right. not, you know, no Van Bleet, no, no, you know, <laughs> no mid level, no kind of high end guys, and there's some restrictors that are, you know, I mentioned Cam Reddish earlier, I mentioned Kobe White earlier. Right. You know, Grant Williams is in this limbo class. There's more guys. There's Max Struess. There's DiVincenzo. There's your boy Seth. Seth Curry, that is. There's Gary Trent, Oubre, yeah. Clarkson. These are just some guys that can be in New Jersey's next year. Yeah. And, if you know, not to focus on the Lakers, but to use that comparison, it's like, all right, are you going to allot all of your flexibility for any of these guys? by locking down Reeves or are you going to, you know, keep your options very open by not locking yourself down to that. So I don't know. I don't think that there's a clear wrong answer for them, but I think if we rely on history, that bubble championship team, yeah, they didn't keep it together. If they did, we're looking back like, yeah, you, you probably had another one or two on the table. Right. Well, and, and this team they assembled at the deadline got them to got them knocking on the door. No, so I if, agree. if we and if we you know just hold that together and reinforce it, I agree. Maybe I think that's the move. I I think a lot of teams are going to throw a lot of money. There's always like a guy every free agency that just gets a ton of money for. Not saying it's not deserved, but teams just throw a ton of money because they have that money to spend, and you might as well spend it and go get a guy, right? So I think Reeves is going to get some offers, but I think Reeves is knowledgeable enough to realize like he's in a great situation here. You're playing with a lot of talent that you can learn from, not only just on the yeah. court, but just like I, I think outside. he's up here with it too. He's like, yeah. do I do I really need to, you know? And do it's I like really you went from no. Oklahoma to LA. It's hard to leave LA. As somebody who left LA, it pained me to leave LA. I loved it there. 
Austin I Reeves, miss, I can I, I can miss it. I can tell you one thing. You wouldn't have a shoe, buddy. I don't care what brand it is. Yeah. If, if you weren't playing in LA next to next LeBron to James. LeBron and yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think him and LeBron have a great get your, relationship. Get your Jack Harlow bag, brother. Get the yeah. endorsements. You you yeah. you will you can be on any commercial for yeah. a uh for a a, a dine in carry out. I mean, dude, the the rumor is he went on a date <laughs> with Taylor Swift. Dude, talk about the come up. You, you She's know, got a uh, banner in LA, bro. She's got a banner in Staples. No, you know who's another Big Twelve shooter that's entering this draft of of a similar fashion? Great day. Oh, Mr. G. I'm here. <laughs> I Mr. think he, he. I think he's gonna hoop, bro. I think he's gonna hoop, and I On think that GD. he will. I, I think he will at least be Corey Kispert, which was a guy that you're happy to have walked away from the class with. A couple years down the line. No, he can play. He can definitely play. And um, I, I think, and I think the upside's there. He he might have some Reeves potential to be like, yo, this this fool is out here, you know, you can play. getting these minutes, like you know, yeah, you <laughs> earning these minutes. I'm not mad. Like he might, might have something here. I like, I like, I like him a lot. I think he's a more and he looks offensive. comfortable. He looks like he know, like he knows himself, and he's not like how Reeves has his own little swag. I think I think Grady Dick is like yeah, he's like great. No, what's up, bro? Like I don't man, I don't care. I'm gonna shoot my shot. Like I'm gonna do my thing. Yeah, 100. percent No, I'm with you. I I am interested. I think Reeves ultimately stays a Laker, but I'm interested to see what teams offer. Let, let's let, let's keep that energy in there. We also we we talked about him on the on the side about uh, the rumors of Divincenzo going to New York to yes. to link up with his Here Noble Boys. It. Here for it. Here for it. Here for it. They would Link be up my, with your boys from college. Do it. They would There's be one Michael Bridges them. away from running it back. And yeah. who's our guy? Chris Jenkins. Yeah. Does Chris Jenkins need a 10-day? <laughs> yeah, where, 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 where are we at, Mr. Jenkins? Chris Jenkins, yeah. can we get you a summer league invite? Dude. No, I <laughs> mean, shoot. hey, if I'm Dante, heck yeah. Let me go hoop with guys that I already know how to play with. And with my guys, we haven't seen a, a team big city, you know, put together college buddies like that uh, in a real way. Like, hey, all right, we're gonna go get your guys that you went to war with before. Like, yeah, no, be and he'd be dope. great for that team. That'd he'd be, be great dope. for that team because you get you bring in Dante, and there's natural chemistry there. Now, if you're New York. Hey man, let me go see what Emmanuel Quickly's like trade value is real quick. Maybe I can yeah, go bro. get. You Heck know, yeah. maybe I can package him with RJ, or maybe I can package him with Hartenstein, and I can go get somebody that I mess with. Like yeah. that just changes things. So no, I'm 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 here for that. Dante, New York, go. New York was also ninth on my list of uh cap space teams. Yeah, they got they got they got options, and they got players that are movable. Yeah. And good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Randall doesn't might not be back next year. RJ right. might not be back next year. Mr. Right. Robinson might not be back. We don't know. But right. I don't think that they're just going to run it back with everybody. Right. And they got some money to bring somebody in. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, man. It's free agencies. It's it's looking pretty fun. I'm I'm excited for it. I, I certainly will be awake and ready to go for just refreshing Twitter, Woj versus Shams. Yet again, we get the prize fight on Twitter. And 
I'll, I'm I'm excited to see what happens. Hopefully, this there's is, some big is, changes. This is Pacquiao Marquez five. Dude, this could be this could this this is a heavyweight round. You know they are just throwing haymakers at each other, and I I'm ready for it, man. I I love free agency. It is a great reminder. Free agency is a great reminder that guys who work really hard get what they deserve for putting in that hard work, and it's always good to hear those stories. But then it's also a reminder that you know some guys need all-stars to win rings and you know maybe some super team happens that yeah. we're not aware of that's in the works oh, right now. and before we leave this because this is kind of lumped in with trades as well one guy that i did mention who is just one of my guys i'm a fan of i would always want him to be on my team and i, I know that he's not going to fit every rotation but i'd love to have the option of him as matisse Thibault. He might be in a new. Right. He he has the option of being in a different jersey next year. Right. He's on this list of guys where it's like, guys like, if the right team gets him, you know, or just him and him. He he's a he has upside. He has a ton of upside. Also, I'm going to throw this out there for Dame, San Antonio. Sell high on some of your younger prospects. Maybe you're not entirely sold on Vassell. Maybe you're not entirely sold on Keldon Johnson. But and you got some future draft capital. Why not? Maybe maybe you can swing for Dame and you can pair up Dame with Vic and see where it goes. <laughs> like wow, bro, I'm I'm slightly uh I'm slightly aghast because yeah yeah. So another stat that I saw in, in the draft coverage that I watched watched quite a bit after I got home and. There was a graphic of the San Antonio Spurs record the season prior to acquiring David Robinson mm-hmm. and Tim Duncan and the wins added the following season. Staggering. Yeah. Did you see it? I I don't recall the specifics, but I think I saw something on Twitter about this. Bro, it's staggering. It is. And I haven't been able to locate it since because I wanted to again. Yeah. But I guarantee you, folks, give or take, you know, two or three for margin of error, both of them, because it was one number off that but the difference between the two of them. And it was in what was like an eight or nine year gap, 92 versus, you know, 98 or yeah. however it played out. Both of them added 49 wins to the team. The following season. Well, Chuck said it best. He was like, whoever gets Wembenyama is probably going to the playoffs. No, he was hating the last time we talked about it uh, oh. because uh, I'm thinking no, about the first episode he was on. Yeah, no, but we we agreed. I, I said I was like, hey, I think we're on the same page that if you're telling me this team's in the play-in, I don't think you're crazy, right? His take was that somebody has to be bad in what's a loaded West, right? And right, and San Antonio does have to kind of nurture this, but also, why don't we go all in now? So that if this brother were to maybe not have the longest career, we we got our leggings. at least maximize the window. Yeah, we got our leggings for real. We got our leg back early because, like I said, they're number three on this list. They have money. If yeah. Dame was a free agent, they could sign him right now. Yeah. Um. And they that's a smart ass team and organization. 
the same way they added, you know, 45, 50 wins to their, you know, prior season totals with Timmy and with David Robinson. This is he had the Illuminati dinner with all these guys and Manu and Popovich and RC Buford, I'm sure, waiting at the yeah. table yeah. when they walked in. Sean Elliott. <laughs> he had he had the dinner, folks. Like we don't have a choice to approve or deny this anymore. It's in motion. The yeah. Spurs have their chokehold yeah. on the Western Conference for the foreseeable future again. Well, and, I, uh, I I would like dude, to raise that. They can. That they don't need all these freaking young cats. This team doesn't really make sense right now. Yeah, yeah get these fools out of here. We got Dame. We got us. We have because they also picked up Sissoko City, I, I think, in the draft. City they got Sisco. guys. They also still have so Sohan. And any of you can take any of these guys. Trey Jones is a fantastic. He's actually a free agent in this, in this draft. They'll, yeah. they'll probably get him back. But uh, Trey Jones was great. I didn't know why people would, didn't think that Tyus Jones' younger brother was going to be good and when he was a carbon copy, if not a little better. But he was part of that Zion RJ class where it was like there was a lot going on. Yeah. And he wasn't a great jumper, jump shooter yet, but uh, yeah, no, they've got they've got guys, dude. They've got guys to make make deals with. They picked up some assets for the expiring Yaka Pertle last year. Yeah, um, they, like you said, Keldon, they gave a lot of time to guys like Malachi Brunham last year. I I, I know we're we're in the weeds now, folks, but it's like, yeah. hey, dude, you were right, dog. No, I, I like that. Let's not rule that out. Why should cool. they be done? Why would they waste it? And I'm with Wimby's going to need some time just to acclimate, and they probably don't want to rush it either. But if we can get Damian Lillard, who's like I said, you know, bring in the spot. He's not, he's not falling off yet. Yeah, his best year statistically last year. No, we'll see. We will, we will certainly see what happens with Dame. I'm sure the the nation will be keeping an eye. On what now, happened. to get before we get out of here, we're gonna spend some time talking about some young cats. You meant we were talking about Wemby. Yep. Wembenyama and for me, Scoot Henderson are asterisks on this list of they will be included next year. But what this is, folks, this is uh the 22 and under. I wish he was my guy list. Yeah. Uh, guys in the NBA right now. So there's no guy, there's no rookies from this class that are on going to be on this list. There's a, these are guys under 22. There's not the, you know, I'm sorry, folks. We didn't, we didn't go on the calendar and check birth certificates for the 22. It's, it's, a, it's a slightly loose 22. We don't have 23s on here though. That's what we don't, we, we don't have like 23 coming in a last season, 23 last season. Like you'll, you'll catch our, our vibe as we run these lists down, but the cutoff point was kind of the Garland Zion RJ. Yeah. It was like, yeah, these guys are like also 22, but there's they they've like inked their extensions. Yeah. And like are they're four, they've been in the year league for four years. Why are we, you know, talking about these guys the next to guys who played for one season? Like, you know. Right. Right. Um I want to hear your list now because you sent it to me and I was like, no, I'm not reading it. And I'll let I'll preface with i made a control population for all our med students out there or how whatever this is referred to as a control <laughs> variable <laughs> of 
what 2K has, which, you know, just, I, I, you know, 2K is a great reference, folks. It's yeah. a great reference point it for is. the game of basketball. It is. People won't understand it, but it is. You know, I, I, I listed the guys in order of who was under 22 and just what overall is top to bottom. So we have that as a just a guiding. That's our rubric here. Yeah. That's the textbook. You're not yeah. you're not coming to D Hoop University if you haven't purchased 2K, you know, the latest 2K and are yeah. somewhat up to speed. Right. That, that, no, that's the textbook we're following over here. But anyway, let, let me hear your list, bro, because I, I, I said let's do like top 15. Yeah, I listed I, I the top 15. 23. I <laughs> and I got a list I got that I'm cheating guys. with. I'm ready to rise. Let's go. At one, undisputedly. And if you dispute this, I urge you to go watch some more basketball and play some more basketball, whether virtually or physically. At one, I have Paulo Bancaro. I think Paulo Bancaro is LeBron James 2.0, but he's a little bigger and he's going to develop that jumper. But his ability to facilitate is uncanny for that size and that strength. I'm a big fan of his game. I like Paulo at one. Paulo was two, kind of the he was kind of the foundation for this list because we're both high on Paulo. Yeah, we both and, and he had Team USA implications that we didn't get to talk about yet. But good, I'll, I'll let you run this. At two, I have Tyrese Halliburton. I think he is the best point guard at the age of twenty two or younger. Right now, two way, high IQ. Awkward jumper, but it can hit from deep, gets to the rim, gets his teammates going. I like Tyrese at two. At three, I have Ant, playoff performer, volume scorer, can fill it up both ways. Um, defensive efforts there, although he's not the best defender. But I do I do like Ant at three. At four, I have Franz Wagner. Jesus. Love Franz. Love this guy's game. I think he's only going to get better. Um, But I love Franz. I just, his size, his athleticism, his ability to facilitate, his ability to be a screener and a ball handler. Pause. Um, I love it. I love everything about it. At five, I have LaMelo Ball. People are sleeping on LaMelo, including me. I went back, I watched some film, I watched some highlights. I like LaMelo at five. Injury prone a little bit, which is why he's not higher, but give me LaMelo at five. At six, I have Jalen, quote, fuck Jalen Green dash Bill Simmons Green. at six. <laughs> I love Jalen Green. I think Jalen Green gets a lot of flack because Houston's just been a dumpster fire of an organization in terms of management. I like them bringing in Ime. I think Ime is going to coach him hard. I think he's going to take the next step. He's freakishly athletic. He's got a great jumper. I think he has more 30-point games at this age than Michael Jordan did at this age, which is something to say because Michael Jordan was a flamethrower when he first came into the league. So I like Jalen Green at six, debate with a wall. He came in the league of what? What's that stat? Is that he has the most for his age, or is that most in like first two seasons or something like that? It's the most like thirty point games by somebody under the age of like twenty two. Yeah, it's like Mike came into the league at like twenty one, twenty. Whatever. 
He was filling it up when he came in. Jalen came in at a cool 18. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. I got Jalen Green at six. At seven, I have Shangun, Baby Jokic. There we He's go. He's athletic. I think Ime is going to really turn this guy into a nice two-way player. You saw what he did with Rob Williams. But now imagine if Rob Williams could pass, shoot, and facilitate. That's what you have in Shangun. At eight, I have Josh Giddy, the Australian boy wonder, the luscious locks, the Louis Vuitton drip to the toe. I love Josh Giddy's game. I think him in this point guard slash alternate guard role with Shea only makes him better as well. The jumper is a bit of a concern. Obviously, he's not a great jump shooter, but you don't have to be a great jump shooter to affect the game. Just ask Rondo. He was able to affect the game at very critical stages of playoff runs without being able to hit jumpers. I like Giddy at eight. At nine, and this might be a bit of a surprise, ladies and gentlemen, I have Chet Holmgren. And now you're probably wondering, why? Why do I have Chet at nine when he has a not a, I will tell you that it's not a surprise because we, we talk offline. I made my list. And then I did Chet with an arrow between my seven and eight spots because I think he's there. I love Chet. I think Chet's the reason Oklahoma City is going to be a top six seed next year. I think Chet has a legitimate chance at winning rookie of the year and most improved player. Chet gets basketball. He understands basketball. Chet is a hooper. And the thing about college ball that people don't realize is you're so defined in a role at college basketball based on your size but when Chet gets to run in pace and space with guys like Jalen, Jalen Williams, you know, Giddy, Shea, he's flying to the corner. He's hitting threes. He's blocking shots. He can handle the ball. He can handle the ball in pick and roll situations. He's going to be passes. great. No, he's going to be great. And Chet don't gets be surprised. A, Chet gets a block outlet to half court. Don't and, be surprised you know, when running. these guys are running and gunning. And Chet's the reason. And I, I think – you know, people think it's a lock that Wemby's rookie of the year. It's not. I think Chet is going to play really well for this team. And they're really going to gonna do some damage because of his versatility. So I have Chet. And he I, needed another year uh, body-wise anyway. So did Ben Simmons. So did Ben Simmons. He turned out fine for Philadelphia until the end. Yeah. At 10, I have Tyrese Maxey, Mad Max. Um, I think Harden's going to leave, albeit not sure to where. But with Harden gone, in theory, I think Maxi's game is going to go to a whole new level. He's so fast. He's got an array of finishes around the rim. He's got the three ball. Um, he needs the he needs the reins. He needs the keys in order to do a little more. But I like I like his game. Um, at 11, I have Cade. Yeah. I am big on Cade. I didn't see enough of him because of the injury, but what is he like six eight six nine point nah, guard? But he's, just he's score. About, he's about six. He's about six six and a half. He's about six. Seven. Really? Yeah. He's about I six, thought he's seven. a little taller. Yeah. No. Not quite. No. Not quite. Maybe he just looks a little taller, a little bigger. But regardless, he's got the full package. Savvy, smooth score gets to his spots. Never really in a rush. Um, I like Kate at 11. I want to see more out of him, and I'm interested to see that that pairing with Jaden 
and Ivy. At 12, I have Evan Mobley. Bill Simmons would probably throw hands with me that I had him this low on my list because Bill Simmons is super high on him. I feel like Bill Simmons thinks he's like the next Tim Duncan, which he could be if he wasn't in Cleveland because that front court is just so jam-packed with uniquely talented bigs. Um, but I like Mobley. Two-way player, can kind of do everything. I haven't seen consistent greatness or like star power from him, but you always feel his presence, whether it's on the boards, whether it's in the post. I've seen him play in person, and he is incredible. His mobility, both just going for rebounds or making plays off the dribble for that size is incredible. At yeah. 13, I have Zion, and I didn't really want to disrespect him too much. because Wait, no, so, yeah, excellent, because I, I had him on my list, but I'm taking him off of where he's at now, too. So Zion didn't exist at 13, then, I have Scotty Barnes. Yeah. Ex-rookie of the year. Kind of had a down sophomore year, but Toronto was a mess, so I wasn't really sure what to make of the situation. But I like his size. He he also can do kind of anything on the floor. I don't know about his jumper. I assume he can knock it down when it's open. But I think he's got something left to prove, and I think this last season kind of gives him a little extra motivation. Yeah. At 14, I have Benedict Matherin. Ooh, Benny. Here, I believe. Um, No. You said rookie of the year? Was he not rookie of the year this year? No, he was six. No, was he rookie last year? No, he was just, uh, he was just. He was just he nice. Was probably, yeah, he was probably first team. Paolo, he was, Paolo okay. was the gentleman's. No, he's Paolo, probably. he's, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He was. But yeah, no, he was, he was the consensus. He was a he consensus steal at the draft, like, oh, upside, like, oh, this guy's really right. good. We missed it. Or, you know. No, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it was. I think I'm confusing because he might have almost won six man. I think they gave it to Brogdon, but I think he was in there for six man of the year. Um, But he's just, he's a beast. He's walked the walk against every guard that's out there. He's a dog. He plays until the final whistle. I like that a lot. And at 15, I'm going to slot in Keegan Murray. He had a great rookie year. I Keegan Murray's low-key had... like 23. But, yeah, uh, I know. Yeah. The I Murray, didn't, I, you know. He's another guy, I, too, but no, for real. Nah, respect, yeah. respect. You know, he would, I, he would be on mine. He would be on mine, too. I, I kind of yeah. I kind of aired younger. Like, I went, I was like, ah, let me put a younger guy instead. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. For the exercise, yeah. He, he was in that range for me, too. And that's my list. I respect it, dude. I respect it. Um, how do you? Because we'll you'll we'll talk about all these guys in more depth as I walk through mines. Because mines is different. Mines is definitely different. Um, I'll 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 run you mine, and I'm making one change on the fly because I'll just insert Chet where I have him, and it's going to sound a little, I you know. So I I had Zion in the top seven. I'll put Chet where I had, which is somewhere in that range, and take Zion out. Yeah. Um, number one, I have Lamelo. Crazy, bro. I get it. I get it. Uh, and I. It's only. It's it's so that it's kind of so that I wasn't just like we're homering Paolo Bancaro right now, because mm-hmm. I am the same way. I'm going to extend. You know, talking about him, and I have him second. Yeah. But I have LaMelo first because I just am still 
you know, I'm still wanting to be vocal and even more so in the fact that like, yo, LaMelo's very freaking nice and not really replicable and is stride for stride with Halliburton in terms of being a well-rounded point guard that has, you know, three-level shooting, has great vision, has, you know, has size and length, plays passing lanes, you know, can kind of turn it off and on whenever they kind of want. I think Melo has closer to a 22 per game, 23 per game, 24 per game, which is he's already done for extended stretches. Scoring to go with volume assists, stretch rebounding, some steals, and yeah. on, on good percentages. And is the I think he enhances the guys next to him even more than Halliburton is. That's just me being yeah. honest. That, that That's my take on it right now. Yeah. Love Halliburton, too. But Melo's my guy. Melo's yeah. my guy. Man. I think I think that dude's gonna be great. And he's got a couple inches on Halliburton. He's literally, you know, six seven, six eight, and gets to it. I know he's as thin as a dime, but still. Got Melo number one. Number two, I have Paolo. Like you said, there's not another 240 plus pound guy in the NBA that is as comfortable with the ball in his hand no matter where they are on the court with the ability to overpower you, you know, be more agile than you, hit a jumper over you, get to the free throw line and make his free throws or facilitate. That brother's complete package. Yes, 100%. And uh, mentioned Team USA because he just confirmed that he he joined the roster, guys. He's, He's... he answered the call, ladies and gentlemen. He answered the call. He answered the call, and he might have ruffled some feathers in Italy in the process. Yeah, he might have. But once you put on that that Team USA, it ain't coming off. No, I, I agree. It ain't coming off. So that was a big one. That was a big get. That was very big. I also have An- Anthony Edwards at number three. Nice. And could put him you know, above some of those guys, but I think that – He's not going to surpass, you know, those guys and sort of how outright better he is. Equal ceiling, equal ceiling. I'm, equal ceiling. I'm leaning on those guys for their skill level kind of more so right now. Yep. Next, I have Halliburton. Actually, this was a flip-flop. I drew an arrow. Next, I have Mobley, bro. I've got Mobley at four. He's a, he's a seven-footer with – he he's kind of got the Pau Gasol move set, not move set. Yeah. He's got he's got the Pau Gasol like motion, like yeah. and just his like squareness, yeah, and like you know feel around the basket for like a big. And he's more of an athlete than Pau was for sure. The Pau didn't run up and down the court like that guy. And if he's ever able to add some range like Chris Bosh did. And he's I trying. Think, I don't think he needs to, though. If he, you know, really hones in, that guy is mean block to block. Uh, you well, know, so a mean piece part defensively. Of, part of the reason why I had and offensively. so low is the situation he's in. He's not in a it, – it's kind of like Bam almost. He's not in a situation yeah. where he can maximize his talent. 
it's it's not I don't think it's that bad either though Cleveland just happens to have the moment have one guy whose skill set is kind of redundant and that he doesn't provide complementary skills it's just right. you know he's going to bang the boards and live in the paint too they don't have a ton of guys that do that beyond that you know that that time share is pretty much reserved for the two of them and they can always move Jared out you know yeah they could so they could it's not that they're not stuck because yeah. there's teams that would love to have Jared Allen. Um, and if they think they need to shift the court, because we didn't mention this earlier either, but they're talking about Garland being available. Yeah, that's weird. We're going to give that one another day. We're going to give that one another day or so to cook in, in the, in the, in the pot to see if yeah. that's actually something, but I have Mobley up there, dude. I'm high on him. I think he's going to develop a, 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 a reliable post game yeah. along with great touch roller put back on offense covering ridiculous space on defense trust you with defense right. as the year goes on five out of Halliburton love Halliburton yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with everybody he's a great team guy does almost nothing that you hate yeah I'm with I'm with everybody on it I you know I think that everybody is you know coming around to that for you know because he was low-key so it's like I'm not I'm not trying to take it still much 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 further than that. It's possible though. I had him in fantasy last year. Cooked. Loved it. Cooked. Loved it. And yeah. and 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 more than familiar with that brother's game. So yeah. I probably I would love to have him this year again. So <laughs> the coming year. Um, at six, I have Cade Cunningham. Nice. He hasn't he hasn't he hasn't lost that spot for me. I think um, Detroit did what they could to enter the Wimby sweepstakes last year and ensure themselves a chance. Didn't pan out that way. And they, at the same time, said, we're not going to aggravate our guy at all yet right now. If he needs another year or two just to keep getting older and stronger, we'll give you a year, buddy. Be because, it, yeah, yeah it'll might screw load man. You know, that's that's the young guy version of load management. Guys come yeah. in and, you know, they're still growing. Right. No, it's, um, it's the, the the way the league is these days. And Cade wasn't the youngest buck when he was drafted. Right. But what was for one year of college that he had, there's a maturity <clears throat> and a grown man-ism yep. to the way he plays. Yep. And poise. And there's you some – can't there, speed the guy up. Yeah. He's just so locked in. There were, there were segments where that dude was going back and forth with guys – in crunch time and his rookie season, yeah. lest we forget. So I, I, I'm still here with Kate. I'm high on him. He has some athletic kind of ceiling with his explosion and like pop, but it's like, yo, he, he's going to still add to that frame and be a bully of a lead guard or yeah. off ball guard. So yeah. yeah. Hi on okay, Kate, dude. Um, next toss up. I will go. I'll go chat with you, dude. I'm yeah. going to chat with you at seven because, I'm yeah, big on I, I don't think it's rocket science. If you're big on Wimbenyama, you should also be big on Chet. That's just the way I see it. If it if you're not, you need to. Yeah, you got you got to pay a little more attention to what Chet did. Yeah. To what kind of guy? You you don't. If so, you don't know what kind of guy Chet is. Exactly. If you're writing him off too easily like that. Exactly. And I think we'll see. We'll see. I will speed this up. Next, I got Shengun. Love Alperin. Yeah. Love them since Summer yeah. League. Watched them in Summer League. Said that brother special. 
I saw him hit a three, a step in front of half court when he didn't have to shoot it. I was like, okay, no, that brother's special. Yeah. He's got some juice and he knows how to play this game. This post game is refined. It is. Uh Uh-oh, we got issues, folks. Uh, I'm seeing something. After that, I've got Giddy at eight. I think Giddy has the Ginobiliism of, you know, damn it. That guy, that guy came to play today. And like he's six seven, six eight. You know, he's got real size, he's got real coordination, you know, under IQ. My guy was sliding here, and I'm wanting to get him up ahead of this guy, but at 10, I got Walker Kessler. I thought about adding him. I got Walker there. Um didn't watch enough of him to know, but wanna, I want to watch a little more. Problem. But I also had him in yeah. fantasy, and Chuck has he dons guys the great white hope that yeah. that that suit up for university, and he once wore the title of great white hope. So I've always yeah. followed this guy, and I'm like, yeah, I like him, I like him. It's just, hey, I, I need you to do what you're doing. Yeah. Rounding out this list, Jalen Green slash Williams. I wanted Jalen Green a little higher, but I do believe in those other guys a little more. Yeah. Um, Scotty, mixed on Scotty still, but yeah. he needs he needs a different landscape in Toronto to finish up. I think up. so as well. Jabari comes in after those I guys. I wanted to add him. I wanted to add him. I am big on him. I found it difficult to have certain guys. I valued contribution to playoff success as well when I factor in this list, which is why I think people will be a little surprised that I had Maxi as high as I did. But no, yeah, Maxie, I feel you do. Maxi does does this with like regularity, and I think that's why I had him a little higher than um than the Houston kid because the oh, Houston. You know kid, I think I forgot to actually put Franz where I meant to put him because he didn't make this list, but he oh, didn't, he yeah. wasn't supposed to not make the list. He was in my nine, 10 kind of range and he was falling for me because I'm, I like Franz. I like him. I still don't know what he is, but he also, to throw his name back out there, he has like some pelvis salt to him uh, yeah. mixed with being somehow a combo guard. <laughs> it's, it's like, crazy. it's crazy. Okay. Big bodied too. So it's like, I'm, I'm willing to get in the post. This guy's yeah, making plays. Back you down. He, he's just making. He's making plays out here. Yeah. And uh, Ivy and Duran, sharp honorable mentions, but you know, kind of, kind of right there with you, dude. Yeah. That was a, a fun exercise. Talk I about like that guys. Ours are ours are ours are surprisingly surprisingly different. No maxi. Yeah, and, and it's not because I think all those guys are way better than them. I just you know maxi's yeah. cool. Hey. He's cool, you know. Respect. He's like all of that, but you know, I think some competitions coming in the league at that position, and yeah, yeah, you know, like you said, quickly, you know, some of these guys, he's like, yeah, you know, the the Bones Highlands of the world, you know. Isn't it funny how Bones Highland Is it, isn't going to get hunted in the playoffs? I love how Bones Highland was like, yeah, I like don't want to play with Nikola Jokic because. I don't want to be told when I should be cutting off the ball and playing defense. And it's like, dude, they literally, they literally traded you and won a championship. By giving your return zero minutes. Like you literally like, you literally like all you had to do is just like move off the ball. You still got the ring. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That was, that was fun, bro. That was fun. Brother, brother.
That was a good one. Shout out to Bones Island. Shout out, man. Shout out. Shout out to uh shout out to all the shout out to all the guys, man. Shout out to uh For all the dogs. shout out to the dogs, bro. Shout out to the six. It's coming, dude. You think we're not gonna talk Drake album off the top of whatever podcast? It's coming. Follows that release date. It's coming. I'm it's scoot coming. over, scoot over, Mr. Lillard. We gotta talk about the boy. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. It's coming. Y'all better be ready. It's gonna be great. Um, and if you don't like it, also don't tell me you don't like the album after listening to it when it came out like an hour ago. Like, buddy, let your food digest. It takes three hours for food to digest. Like, at least Yeah, give it that much time. like, like take a nap. You Yeah. know what I mean? Like, It's like, oh, yeah, like this, these three songs were like bangers. And it's like, obviously, bro, like, you know what I mean? Like, doesn't take a genius to figure that one out. But like, other than that, it was hit or miss. <laughs> it's just like, dude, like, oh, my God, not nah, it. Yeah. Listen Bro, to the Drake you think album. you think you think we're not going to talk about utopia and Bro. where utopia is? Question mark, question mark. Dude, Where nah. is utopia? We've got great music Is on it at the the way. lick? Is it at the liquor store? We've got great music on the way. We've got incredible. Have you heard of the briefcase? In in the three hundred five, women treat me like I'm Uncle Lou. You know what I mean? Yeah, nah. Fun stuff. Fun stuff, folks. Get ready. Free agency's here. Summer League's coming. I'm going to spend some time with some family this weekend and hopefully on a beach or at Disneyland or all of the above. We'll see. But it's going to be refreshing. So I'm also going to probably, I'm, you know, try to work on some content while I'm doing it. So stay tuned, folks. Thank you for listening. As always, till next time. <laughs>